Hi, Jeff. Hi. Um, so our next video, we're going to focus more on thrombocytopenia. So we just move to the next slide, please. So essentially, according to the WHO criteria, and um, this is defined by a playlist count of less than 100, um, the main key thing you need to be, you guys need to be aware of um, is the fact that platelets play a key role in primary hemostasis um, through the formation of a clot and causes can be divided into either there's a reduced production or an increased destruction. So moving on to the next slide. So when you're, if you are given the scenario in your interview, the main thing is again, to go through it quite systematically as though you're clerking a patient in A&E. So go by the symptoms of the patient, take a bleeding history in particular, um, to find out how long they've had these symptoms for, have they had issues since they were a child, or is this something quite new? Um, from a hematology perspective, you want to look for B symptoms. So again, fevers, night sweats, weight loss. Um, ask about any new bony pains that might point towards um, certain cancers such as myeloma, um, neurological impairment, because this could be a sign of either they've had an intracranial bleed or concerningly whether there's another type of complication known as TTP, which we will touch on a bit later, um, and obviously look for any signs of infection also. From a past medical history, um, autoimmune conditions are important because they can be associated with a drop in the platelet count. Um, liver disease as well, um, particularly those patients who've got um, chronic liver disease with associated splenomegaly, um, because that can cause a drop in the platelets as well, and renal disease too. Finally, looking through their medications, um, you would be concerned about anyone taking non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, um, particularly as this can affect the way the platelets work, um, puts them at greater risk of bleeding. Obviously ask about any, any immunosuppression they may be taking, particularly those patients who've got autoimmune conditions, um, as well as cytotoxics or any oncology patients who've had recent um, chemotherapy. From a family history perspective, it's important to ask if there's anyone else that's been affected with bleeding, bleeding issues at all. Um, so father and mother side and any siblings. And then finally, from a social history and um, dietary restriction, just because um, certain deficiencies, particularly B12 folate, can cause a drop in the platelet count. And um, finally, al alcohol excess as well. So moving to the next slide. So the initial workup, um, what you should say is that your initial blood test, you would repeat the full blood count to see if the platelet count is truly uh, a drop, uh, drop in the platelets. And you would look at the blood film as well. If the examiner asks you what are you looking for in the blood film, it's good for you to say that you're looking at the platelet size because sometimes um, the big platelets or small platelets can point towards uh, the underlying cause, particularly those people who may have a congenital cause. Um, fragments, um, because this can be a sign of some other disorder. So for example, TTP, which I mentioned earlier, which is a hematological emergency, but it can also be seen in other conditions as well. Any abnormal cells um, suggesting a bone marrow disorder or bone marrow infiltration and any toxic changes as well. The other thing is um, sometimes the platelet count is not truly low because of clumping. So that's another thing you should also mention too. Um, you should also check the hemolysis markers um, because again, patients may have um, hemolysis associated with a drop in the platelet. So raised LDH, low haptoglobin, a positive direct Coombs test. 
Um, it's really important to check the hematinics because sometimes it can be all down to B12 deficiency that's causing the drop in the platelets. Always check a liver and renal profile. And it's really important to check a full clotting screen because sometimes a low platelet can be associated with a deranged clotting, um, for example, in DIC. If you are pushed to ask for any additional investigations, then you should send viral serology, so HIV, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, which is our standard. Always check a thyroid profile as well as an autoimmune screen, um, a serum protein electrophoresis to rule out myeloma. And then finally, if you are concerned, um, then you may organize a CT and uh, neck, chest, abdo, pelvis um, to look for any underlying um, either lymphoproliferative disorder or any other solid cancers. And then finally, you may consider a bone marrow biopsy. So um, I will now pass you on to Jeff, who will talk about the management of these patients. Thank you. Before I move on to the next slide, I've got a question for you. You mentioned about platelet clumping yeah. um, in, um, on a blood film. Um, how do you go around um, getting an accurate count if that is um, what you, have, you, you see on a blood film report? Um, so if you do see that, and um, what we will say to you is that, can you send us a full blood count sample, but in a citrate bottle, so the blue top bottle? Um, and the reason we do that is this helps basically break up the clumps and you can actually get a proper, more accurate platelet count. So that's what you should say in this scenario. That's right. A full blood count, normally purple top is EDTA. Mm, um, right. A light blue clotting tube here is a citrated sample. So you can send a citrated sample. Um, so in terms of management, um, there are certain transfusion thresholds that could guide us. Um, normally we aim a platelet, uh, platelet count above 10. Um, if patient is 12, patient spiking fever or septic and they're consuming their platelets uh, faster, um, then we aim above 20. If the patient has got any bleeding um, signs and symptoms, we transfuse up to about 50. And if the bleeding is at critical sites, such as the eye, um, CNS, um, intracranial bleed, for example, um, compartment syndrome, et cetera, et cetera, we would aim above 100. Um, obviously, um, Again, transfusion is just a quick fix. Um, it's important to correct the underlying cause. Um, so depending what the results of the investigations are. Um, I'm gonna talk about some special cases um, because um, you may be asked um, in interview. Um, I'll go to the next slide. So there are two conditions that um, are often quite confusing um, for um, some of the doctors because um, they've got very similar names, um, but they, their pathophysiology are vastly different. Um, so TTP, thrombotic thrombocytopenic purpura, is a real hematological emergency, um, and we need to act very, very quickly to save lives life because it's got a very high mortality. Uh, at the first hour and the first 24 hours. Um, it is um, um, an, an 
a condition that is caused by a deficiency in Adams 13 uh, enzyme. And this enzyme is um, used in chopping up um, von Willebrand baked protein into smaller chunks. Um, so uh, in if if they are um, if they are if a patient is deficient in Adam's 13, their von Willebrand multimers will remain very large and the platelet will bind onto them um, and cause a clot. And when the red cells pass through the clot, um, they will cause a mechanical fragmentation and hemolysis. Um, that's why you see fragments on the blood film. Uh, it's because the red cells are passing through the clots um, and uh, breaking down. Uh, the reason the platelet drops is because all these platelets are being consumed and bound to this large form Willebrand proteins. Um, patient may present with uh, clotting symptoms, for example, sort of a TIA or even stroke neurological um, uh, signs and symptoms. Uh, sometimes they affect the cardiac side of things, so uh, they can have an MI, um, they will be uh, feverish, um, they can have an AKI, acute kidney injury, uh, and finally, um, low platelet count. Um, in this scenario, it's very important to avoid platelet transfusion. It's one of the very few conditions that we would not give platelets um, at any cost because the more platelet you give, the more clots the patient's going to form. Um, the real um, um, management is um, to plasma exchange them. What you want to do is to get rid of uh, all of these um, clots and also the inhibitors for these enzymes, and then you're replacing them with um, the deficient Adams 13 enzyme from the donation. So it's a plasma exchange. If you don't have access to that, you can always just give FFP, uh, which contains um, these Adams 13 enzymes. Steroid um, in the um, case um which is secondary because we've got primary and secondary ttp in secondary ttp uh, it is because of an inhibitor that is inhibiting these adams 13 so you want to immunosuppress them um and uh, avoid the formation of more inhibitors uh capitalism is a new drug i'm not going to spend too much time here talk to talk about this but uh, you can uh, have a read about um, how it works. Uh, ITP um, is another condition. Uh, it's also autoimmune. Um, it is a, a thought to be a destruction of platelet um, by um, antiplatelet antibodies, but there are a lot of other uh, mechanisms. Um, what we usually treat uh, with uh, we use steroid and IVIG uh, to immunosuppress the patients um, in hope that um, the platelet count would come up uh, when we take away the inhibition. Um, platelet transfusion is not contraindicated in this scenario, but um, because of how ITP um, works, um, you may not have a good increment because whatever platelet you give may be destroyed by the inhibitors. 
Um, therefore, we use stimulus oppression um, more um, uh, often. Now, um, this is our last slide, um, but there are unlimited causes of uh, thrombocytopenia that we haven't touched on, but this is all just the basics. Um, there's also um, HIT. I don't know if anybody has um, heard about heparin-induced thrombocytopenia. It's worth um, having a read on that as well in case it comes up, uh, which is another potential cause uh, for low platelet count. Um, is there anything else you would like to add, Priya? Uh, no, no, I think we've um, covered everything. <laughs> so. Yes. So just remember, remember, remember again, TTP is is a hematological emergency and we cannot miss it. Um, and uh, we always have to just make sure we send off hemolysis markers and look at the blood flow fragments, but otherwise follow the uh, investigations and the history taking as uh, we outlined. Thank you. Thank you.